Hey, this is Zena Jones, and you are listening to the Brave AF podcast, where we talk about all things mindset, having your own back, and doing brave shit. Hello, my friends. Welcome back to the podcast. We have got one of my friends and fellow coaches, Karina, with us today, and she's telling us, or talking to us rather, all about boundaries. And you guys, The universe really did deliver (laughs) a timely episode because right before we were due to record this episode, I actually had to text her and tell her I was going to be late because of a boundary issue, which we talk about and open up and explore in this episode. So you're going to hear an example from my own life where I did not hold strong and firm on a boundary that I have. So we talk about that and I love the way she describes how to know when you need to set a boundary. Guys, it's so good. (laughs) And just a little heads up, the audio for the first three minutes of our chat together is a little bit crackly on her end. Now, three minutes in, we did something about it. We switched it over. Just hang in there because she does share a lot of good shit in that first three minutes, okay? And I promise that three minutes in, the audio is going to get a lot better. So let me read you a little bit about Karina. Karina is a mindset and success coach for mumpreneurs. She loves to support mums to start and grow their businesses so they can create the income and flexible schedule that works with their family life. No mum should need to choose between taking care of her family and making a lot of money. You can have both and Karina shows her clients how. Karina is an engineer turned entrepreneur and knows what it is like to juggle a corporate job, three kids, a business, and the rest of her life. (laughs) Her business has allowed her to leave her 9-to-5 corporate job, make 10k months, sell out offers, and grow an engaged community of raving fans. Right, my friends, enjoy this conversation that we have about boundaries. Hello, my friends, and welcome back to the Brave AF podcast, where today we have another treat. We have got my friend and colleague, Karina Groombridge, with us all the way from freezing cold Montreal. (laughs) Welcome. Yes. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to dive into our topic today. Yes. Boundaries is such a good topic. I am very excited. So first of all, tell the people a little bit a little bit about you, who you are, where you are, what you do, all the things. All the things. So I am a full-time business owner. I am a mom of four. I love, love, love supporting moms in business to really grow and be able to scale and just that idea of having it all because so many of us think it comes at the expense of time with your kids or you can't be a wildly successful business owner and be an awesome mom. So I really, my passion, my drive is to smash that belief to bits Mm. and really just build up women and in particular moms, although I I do work with other uh, types of humans um but just to grow this idea and and build this this community of people who are like no we can have it we get both things like both things can coexist together and that is my mission that is what I love to go and do because it's possible 
And the the status quo right now is that you get one at the expense of the other, and mm. it's just not true. Mm. And, and that's that's like that's my love. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Oh, I love this already because I think so often, like I observed this growing up, it's like, like moms feel like they have to sacrifice for their kids, right? Like I can definitely see what we've seen a lot of, a lot of women, a lot of moms have because that's what they knew. That's what they, like, that's how they thought they had to do it. And, you know, Mm -hmm. no discredit to them. They, you know, everyone does the best that they can with what the tools that they have. Yeah. But I feel like we are living in such a different world where like we have social media at our fingertips. We're, we're talking to each other from like 12 hour, 14 hour time difference all the way around the world. Like there's just so many more possibilities now. And, Mm -hmm. and if we keep with the old way of thinking of, well, I can have this, but, but you know, I can make money, but then it, it's going to mean time away from my family, or I can be an amazing mom, but it's going to mean sacrificing my business. And it's just not true. And so the more people can get on board with this idea, and I want to encourage, like, even if your listeners um, aren't moms yet, or don't intend to be or whatever, whatever situation you're in, like just this idea, I know you've talked about um, traveling, like, okay, how could you travel? and make a lot of money in the process yes like you know these two things that you might not feel can coexist I want to offer that it's possible and just putting that thought in your head is going to drive different action it's going to have you seeing things differently so I just want to kind of like offer that to the audience and say okay what are the two things that you're like well I wish this were true but yeah I haven't seen any examples of it be the example Yes. Oh, I love this already. (laughs) Okay. So let's pick up with like talking about boundaries and what a boundary is. Do you want to start there and kind of like defining that? Because I feel like we often get this wrong. Yeah. So, I mean, there's so many things that boundaries could be and where I love to just start in figuring out where we need to have them is what is pissing you off? Like, seriously, though, what is happening in your business, in your life? Like, what are the things that you're like, this is really bugging me and it's driving me nuts. And those are that's like the the window into seeing, oh, OK, maybe if I make a tweak here, maybe if I make a change here and like this is a boundary you could set mm. to say, OK, like this is what I'm no longer going to tolerate. Or this is how I want this to move forward. And one example that comes to mind is um, one of my clients, she had her clients messaging her at like random times at night at like 11 p.m. And she's sitting there going like, why? Why are you doing this? Like, you don't you don't need me at 11 o'clock at night. And what I offered to her was like, this is a boundary we can put in place for you to not be doing business at 11 o'clock at night. And, and it's interesting because, and this kind of goes into the whole boundaries and how to set boundaries and that, because the most important thing when you're going and setting a boundary isn't what other people are doing. It's what you're doing. 
because Ooh. if we if we put in place a boundary, it has nothing to do with other people. It has everything to do with us and how we're showing up to it. Because if we want other people to respect our boundaries, we need to respect them first. So in her case and what what we had worked through in coaching was just this idea that if she doesn't want people to be messaging her and communicating with her in the evening, she has to first uphold, like decide what her boundary is. Like, okay, these are my working hours. And this is how, like, if you have to communicate with me, if you need anything from me, here are the lines of communication, like, you know, either email me or message me, like whatever it is, but do not expect a response. Like mm, you will not get a response. Of, yeah. Exactly. This outside of these time. Hours. Yes. So that's, that's like one side of things to set that boundary, but really for her to sit there and go, okay, when messages come in at all hours of the night, say, that's nice. I'm not touching this until you yes. know, whatever time in the morning and letting that be okay. Letting that be the new process versus this idea of like, oh, like these people are doing this thing and I don't like it. And it's pissing me off. Mm. Like, no, no. Like we, we can have a boundary. We can have like a little container for this and go, okay, like somebody can message me. They could, people can message me all they want, but it's up to me to decide when I'm going to respond how I want to manage it. Yeah. And that gave her back so much power because she saw it as like, okay, I need to like control micromanage these people because they're messaging me all the time. And I don't understand like this, this shouldn't be happening to here's the process. This is how my business works. And this is in a business container, Yeah, but yeah. this is how my business works. And then upholding it. And saying, okay, well, you can message me at 11. I'm not going to respond. <laughs> like, you're not getting an answer. Why if there's an emergency, you... call the police. Like, yeah, <laughs> not for this me. This can wait. This can wait till 9 a.m. Yeah. One thing that really stood out was what you said is like, you need to respect your own boundaries first. And I was thinking when you were like something that's pissing you off. And I was like, ding, ding, ding. I've got something this morning. And I was like, oh, okay. I did have a boundary but I haven't respected my own boundary. Hence, uh, I'm pissed off. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, that was real. Yeah. That was a real standout. I wanted to highlight that. Yeah. Yeah. And it's so funny because mm. like we can put in all these rules in place. We can have like the best guidelines. And I mean, I'm speaking from experience in having contracts and having like whatever business principles and all the things. But if you're not going to enforce it, it's like rules with kids. Like if you're not going to enforce it, it doesn't mean shit, right? Yeah. And we can't (laughs) expect other people to read our minds or Mm -hmm. understand and follow our, our boundaries, our, you know, system, if we're not doing it ourselves. So we have to be the ones championing, champion. (laughs) Champion. (laughs) It's not just me. I know what you're trying to say, but I'm not going to say it for you. (laughs) Champ. I think I got it. (laughs) We're not going to be the ones doing that. We have to be the ones doing it before anyone else can. Yeah. So that Mm. this is like fundamental thing to remember is if we want to put things in place, it is your job first, just like, and I mean, we can pull it back to others, other examples that I'm sure you've talked about on the podcast of like, 
if you want somebody else to love you, you need to love yourself first. If you want, mm. like, if you want to feel enough, you have to feel enough for yourself first. You have to feel security mm. for yourself first. Like it's all of these kind of parallel um, topics, if you will. And the same is true for boundaries. Mm. Okay. Let's talk about then how to know when you need to set one and how to set it. Like, so, you know, how to, you know, you need one because you're pissed off, right? Let's talk about like, once you've identified that you're pissed off, where you're pissed off, how do you actually set the boundary? Yeah. So what I like to do is kind of like look to what I actually want to be happening. So this is kind of the process I take my clients through is like, what is the actual end goal that we want? What do we want Mm -hmm. to be happening? What's that ideal circumstance? And then we work backwards from there. So maybe it's, um, if it's, you want somebody to follow a certain process, like if they're working for you and you're like, okay, these things need to happen in this order. Okay, cool. What do we need in order to make that work? Well, you need clear processes to be able to like hand off to somebody if you're hiring people on and rather than getting annoyed that they're not doing this right, they're not doing that right. Like, okay, can we, what is in our, within our control and how can we set this up for success? And for example, another, another example is um, like for the client who has someone messaging them at 11 PM. Okay. How do we want to outline this boundary? How do we want to, to communicate this, these rules? First of all, what are the rules? Like, okay, business hours are between this time and you will receive a response within you know 48 hours in working in business hours and so first define what it is that you want and then what is in your control to make that happen what can you do to to initiate that to get that ball rolling so is it having a conversation with someone is it um putting out a contract is it um, messaging your community to say, Hey, these are the new guidelines. Like, how do you want to convey this information to whoever needs to know it? And then how can you uphold that for yourself? Okay. So if we were to define it in steps, it's like, first of all, get clear on what's the outcome you want Mm -hmm. and how can you, what's within your control to get that outcome and then communicate that to the other people involved yeah and then if I was to say a fourth step it would be like uphold that yourself so don't yes. you know don't <laughs> reply to the message at 11 p.m because otherwise you're like bending your own boundary absolutely that that was actually the example mm-hmm. I was going to use because a lot of it is like what other we don't want other people to do things or we want other people to do things and Obviously, we do not have control over other people and their actions, right? Mm -hmm. But we have control over our actions. And that means that, you know, if your boundary is I'm I'm not communicating or responding to messages after 11 p.m., then don't respond, (laughs) right? Like, yeah. And and responding for the 10th time to say, I'm sorry, I do not, I like, this is not within working hours, da, da, da. This is to me, like exceeding that, that boundary and Mm. you're just perpetuating the issue that you're having versus, you know, maybe saying it once or twice and then no longer responding. Mm. 
right? This is just one example, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that's communicating it a couple of times or reminding them of the boundary and then just not responding because that is your boundary. Yeah. Okay. I'm curious, is there like a different example? I'm trying to think of one in my brain that we could use um, perhaps in relation to like friendships or like people, like relationships that you have with people in your life. Yeah. Okay. Um, let's see. Do you have like a specific, um, well, I was like the mother-in-law example is always good, but like, I'm like my mother-in-law, I mean, she's great, but <laughs> I know mine too, mine too. <laughs> right? but I was thinking like there is, um, so for example, I'll, I'll use my, I'll use my life. There is somebody in my sphere who's not technically in my life, but is involved in my life because of parenting arrangements and so this person is somebody that I have a boundary with that I choose not to communicate with and I do not need to however um, when communication is received by my partner I can often get quite pissed off let's say by the way that he is treated or the communication itself and what is either left out or you know, just the way it's relayed. So the boundary that I did put in place was I don't, unless it's like very important that I know, I would rather not know about the messages coming and going, the emails, the texts, what have you. Because if I don't need to know, like if it's not really urgent or important, please just don't tell me. So that's like a boundary that I had that was going really, really well until recently. And like this morning, I I quite literally folded over the boundary. <laughs> um, but I guess my question would be like, at what is there a time where you do that? I don't feel like I feel pissed off this morning because I was on the phone messaging this person to try and get an issue in the household sorted, and I don't want to be doing that. But it's like I took the phone, like lay on my own boundary. Am I making sense? Like I don't want to give too much yeah, away. Yeah. But like, yeah, yeah. No, I, yeah, I, I like, I'm following. I'm following. Yeah, I like. I totally like squished my boundary and was like, I'll do it to take control. But now I'm the one who's like pissed off and annoyed and like, damn it. Now I need to go back and I need to like re-explain the boundary and like have the conversation with my partner again and be like, Hey, like we're not going to do this. (laughs) Am I making sense? You are making sense. And one thing that, or like how I'm hearing it is you have a boundary in place Mm. and it was there, it was working. And this is just like a slip, if you will, Mm. right? Which happens all the time. So what comes to mind for me as a coach is maybe just nothing's gone wrong. Like, okay, there's a, there was a slip in the boundary. Okay. Like this line was crossed and, and you know, it was on you. It was something that you're like, okay, I'm going to fold over my own boundary and just like, do the communicating for this one issue but it sounds to me like there wasn't yeah. really a problem before and there doesn't have to continue to be an issue because you know how this boundary has supported you to kind of like keep you buffered mm-hmm. if you will from this person yes so yes there's not actually a problem and all I see is just maybe having that conversation with your partner to say okay yes. so Let's... I recognize I did this and mm-hmm. 
I'm recognizing why I had the boundary in the first place. And mm. like, we just need to go back to that original. Yeah. Yeah. Boundary. And even just speaking it out loud, like, and in knowing that there were certain circumstances where I was like, no, definitely let me know or let's communicate or let's discuss it. I actually think that this is one of those times. Yeah. It's quite a serious thing. I was like, I think this is one of those times. But as we were saying this out loud, it made me realize how hard I've been on myself because I've like seen myself kind of roll over in the boundary. But it made me think of a client that I have who had broken up with a partner and the relationship wasn't serving her and she wanted to do it. And it was a challenging thing to go through and she did it. And she was very glad that she'd done it. And she was, you know, having her own back and traveling and doing all these things. And then a couple of weeks went by, she had some really hard times. She ended up getting back with him. And like her boundary had been like a no communication, like clean, fresh break. And then she got back with him and like, it was a similar thing. She was super hard on herself, beating herself up for being like back in that situation again. Do you think that that's a boundary issue? I'm curious. I don't know if I'd say it's a boundary issue, but I would probably just go back to like why that boundary was there in the first place. Mm-hmm. Was it serving her? Like, mm-hmm. you know, kind of like investigating more because like you said, we can be really hard on ourselves and, and more often than not, that doesn't serve us in, you know, just beating ourselves up of like, oh, I should be this. It was going really well. Like, but now I've deviated from that. And what I want to offer is that doesn't have to be a problem. Like Mm. there's probably a reason why there was that like slip, if you will. And And does she see it as a problem? Like, maybe yeah. it's not. <laughs> yeah. And, and I so, think in, yeah, in, the, in her case, like that was what we explored. And she did see it as a problem and has since, you know, made some changes and separated and, and all of that. But I think it's so interesting to explore because I think, like, I'm seeing this pattern in myself and with others where we often, like, put this boundary in place and then something happens where we don't necessarily uphold it, we don't respect our own boundary, and we make that mean something has gone wrong, maybe I need to do something else. Yeah. So what? how I like to see it is it's just kind of testing that boundary, right? Mm. Like, it's like, it's like you're, you're poking the bear and seeing like, okay, are you going to budge? Like, is this going to work? And if we if we give in to our boundary, if we, if we say, okay, forget it, like we're going to change things up today, that doesn't have to be a problem. And okay. I, like what comes to mind is, what comes to mind is, is um like cheating and I'm using air quotes, but like cheating <laughs> on a diet or something. Right. And if you're like, oh, I'm totally off chocolate cake and I'm not eating it. It, it causes me to binge eat, whatever. And one day you have chocolate cake because, you know, it's somebody's birthday, your birthday, whatever. Like, this doesn't have to be a problem. This doesn't have Mm. to be like a whole landslide of like, oh, okay, forget it. Everything's off. Yes. Like, it could just be, oh, okay. Like, I remember why this was a boundary to not eat it. Okay. Like, I slipped up. This is fine. I'm human, right? Like, remembering we're human is so important. Yeah. (laughs) 
And I think it's such an all or nothing kind of thing, which I know I'm prone to is like all or nothing kind of a thinking, but I got the best visual as you were talking about this to me, because I grew up on a farm where we had a lot of electric fences around paddocks, right? So you've got your house and you've got your electric fence around your property line. It's like you just went up to the fence to check if the if it's still electric. Because <laughs> as kids, we would do yeah. this. You get a blade of grass and you'd like hold it up to the electric fence and it would literally shock you through the blade of grass. But you still did it every now and again. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah. It's that, right? Like you go back to test. Is it still working? Shit. Oh, yes, it is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That visual really helps me. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a good one. I like that one. But yeah. And also, I just want to, like, I want to really emphasize this point of we are all human, right? Mm-hmm. Like, we put in place boundaries for ourselves to serve us. And when we go against those boundaries, when we, when they're tested, that nothing's gone wrong. It's not a bad yeah. thing. Like, we're human and we just want to have a lot of love and compassion for ourselves. And it's an opportunity to remember why you put the boundary in place in the first place, mm. right? Like there's a reason yeah. it was there. If it needs to be changed, it's not, that's fine. It yeah. can be changed if it's going to serve you. And we're human. Like we're going to yeah. mess up along the way. This is not a problem. <laughs> yes. And I think it's like a perfect opportunity to like ask myself the question I asked this client, which was what is the most loving thing you can do for yourself right now? Like, I love that question. Just, yeah, like bring it back to the compassion, to the self-kindness, like, you know, really having your own back. What is the most loving thing you can do for yourself? Yeah, I'm conscious of our time. So I want to ask this question because I don't think we've really touched on it, but why do boundaries serve you and the other people in your life? Oh, such a good one. Um, So mm-hmm. I feel like it serves you in the sense of like you're building the life that you want. And I know you're all of your listeners are after this too, right? Like mm-hmm. they want to build build that brave AF life and yes. just love it. And in my opinion, creating those boundaries and having that kind of um I don't know what you want to call it, but just creating that for yourself and saying, I will no longer accept this. I do not want to, to go in this direction. I want to go in this direction. And I feel like boundaries kind of help stay in that lane and create the life that you are going after. And I know for my clients, a lot of that means um, putting down their phone at five or six o'clock at night so that they can have family time. And that boundary is in place to support the life that they are creating. Yeah. So that is why I find it, it so valuable to, to have and how this is beneficial for your people is, you know, if it's either your clients or your loved ones or whoever that is in your life that is impacted by this, they, they get the best of you when you have these boundaries in place, when you are well rested, when you are not annoyed (laughs) because you're fielding questions left, right, and center, right. Then they get the best of you then you get to show up, you know, for them in whatever capacity as the best version of yourself, rather than trying to do all the things, trying to make everyone else happy. And Mm -hmm. in the process, just like barely scraping by. So for Mm -hmm. me, that's what I find the biggest 
when the biggest um, impact, not just for you, but also for your people. And I'm like, I'm thinking of um, in a, in a word business container, your clients in at, for family, it's, you know, your kids, your spouse, your in-laws, you know, that whole, that whole mm -hmm. system. And they get the best of you when you have those boundaries in place that support you to be the best you can be. Does that make yeah, sense? Yeah. So yeah, totally. So if we took it back to like the client example you gave, where she's replying to messages at 11 PM, like she's then like distancing herself from her family or her loved ones or the people around her. Like she's disconnecting, mm -hmm. she's switching back into work mode. You know, she's not well rested. She's not switched off. She's not having a break. She's not creating connection with the people around her. And she's also teaching in the process that the clients that, yeah, I'll respond whenever you message me kind of a thing, which is just going to yeah. create more of that and make her perhaps more irritable, more disconnected. Yeah. And also like what yeah. kind of role model is that creating for the the client, the relationship with her client? Yeah, exactly. Mm, interesting. Oh, I love this. This is such a juicy conversation. <laughs> I know, right? I'm like, like what boundaries I'm going to set. <laughs> <laughs> I know they can be super sexy because, you know, they're in support to everything yeah. that you want to create. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I love this so much. So last question I have is where can everybody come and hang out with you? And before you answer that, like, I just want to say, I think you demonstrate this so beautifully. Like I follow you on social media and like, I see you like killing it in life and business. Like, I just feel like you're like an incredible mom. And I know I haven't been to your house or anything, but like, I just see that you're an incredible mom and, you know, so much love for your family and your kids and for your clients as well and your business. So I just feel like you model this so beautifully. So I want the people to come and find you, tell them where they can find you. Yes. Well, thank you for that, first of all. And I, I I, do really feel like my audience and my clients are like an extension of my family because I'm just so, so in love with what I do. And it makes me so happy to do it. Like I've kind of found that passion where I'm like, yep, okay, bring it. I could, I would probably literally be one of those people who worked 24 seven if it wasn't for my children to be like, hi, mom. <laughs> We want yes. your attention now. Like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> and I want to give you my attention. Um, but yes. So come and hang out with me. I'm loving Instagram at the moment. You can find me at Karina Groombridge coaching. Um, and I also love to hang out on Facebook. So come and find me there. Also Karina Groombridge coaching. Um, and I have a Facebook group, which is the mompreneur Ooh. movement. So you can also come join me there. So all the places oh, I'm all over social media. I love it. <laughs> oh, that's so fun. I'll link it all up in the show notes so people can connect with you. Super, super easy. Is there anything you feel like we didn't cover or anything you want to leave us with? No pressure. <laughs> I feel like, I feel like we did, we covered a lot of ground. I feel like it's mm. really feel like it's we covered a lot of ground but I do just want to say setting boundaries and really um holding that kind of line for yourself is in service to the life that you're creating so I think that mm. that is a key takeaway for your audience for everyone listening this is how you're going to create the life that you want by figuring out what's going to be supporting you to get there and mm. also 
in that same line, what is not supporting you to get there and what you don't want to accept. Yes. Mm, I love thinking about it like that. I've been thinking about it for myself recently. It's like the next version of me who has achieved all of the goals that I currently have, like, what is she, like, what are her days look like? Like, I'm not saying get up at like 4am or anything, but like, what does she like accept? What does she not accept? What does she say yes to? Where does she have boundaries? Like, you know, just being more intentional with thinking about that version. And I found it really helpful. Like, admittedly, I'm on Michael Jordan right now, but if you can (laughs) find a person who you think represents what it is that you want to create, and I'm still trying to find like a movie character, for example, who, you know, perhaps has really strong boundaries and is an incredible mom and businesswoman and travels the world and has all the things like if you can find someone and kind of like, I, I like to think about like, how do they uphold boundaries? What do they say yes or no to? Like, you know, how do they structure their day? I find that really helpful. What are your thoughts? Oh, I absolutely love that. And just taking your brain to that place of like, mm. oh, okay, well, how would I respond to this when I have achieved this goal? Yes. Right? Like yeah. just that, that simple thought of like, okay, well, let's just say this goal is already done. I've accomplished it. Yeah. How do I respond here? How do I show up? And I just like, I love doing that for myself because it's such a fun, like it invokes such a fun answer. Like, Ooh, like, okay. What, what is the answer? What do I think about this? Like, how do I think about it differently when I'm at this level versus where I am today? And I find it not just, it's not just a different answer, but it's a different feeling. Like, you know, a little more like your chest is out, your shoulders are back. Like, oh yeah. Okay. I got this. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I love that so much. And just to elaborate on my Michael Jordan, because I think a lot of my listeners will be like, what? So I've been watching The Last Dance. I think it's called the Michael Jordan documentary on Netflix. And I'm just super curious about like his mindset and his training and how he became like so incredibly like what the best in the world, like so incredibly good at his craft. So I've been thinking about like, you know, the Michael Jordan mindset and like how he would approach certain tasks throughout his day in order to achieve the level of success and greatness that he wanted for himself and his team and all of those around him. So I was like, just wanted to elaborate on how I got there. Cause that's a bit <laughs> random. I'm going to say. <laughs> I, I knew what you meant, but yeah, <laughs> so that helped a lot of people. to piece it together. (laughs) Yes. Oh, this has been so fun. Thank you so much for coming on. I really appreciate you and coming to chat with us about boundaries. Ah, Thank you for having me, Zinda. Hey, if you enjoyed listening to this podcast, then you are going to love being coached by me. We are going to solve your specific challenges and set you up with the mindset tools that you need to have your own back and do brave shit in your life. Just head over to my website, xenajones.com to sign up.